Have you been thinking about an additional revenue stream like e-commerce but don't know how to get started? Today we're talking about how to get your business listed on Amazon. Michael and his team helps to minimize your learning curve and help translate your business into a successful and profitable business on Amazon. Before we dive into the show, I have one announcement though. I also want to personally invite you to join me to make 2021 your year. January 4th, I'm kicking off the January Jumpstart course. Click the description box for more information. Join now. Space is very limited. Now that my announcements have been made, I invite you to stick around and enjoy the show. another episode of Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tanya Tyler, and I'm excited because we have Mr. Michael Marr, who's coming come on and talk about Amazon. He is my Amazon go-to guy, and I had to have him come back on and share his juicy nuggets on how to um, get your business up. So without further ado, happy uh, holidays to everybody, because I know this is December month. But without further ado, I'd like to bring on Mr. Michael Marr. So welcome back, Mr. Michael. Oh, thank you very much, Tanya. I've been marinating my nuggets so that they will be perfectly, perfectly juicy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. I, I love, like I said, um, we, we spoke before and really you talked about how um, you were servicing and, and you know, you came out think, thinkology, uh, th- um, cartology. Cartology, yeah. Is for, um, was born out of the need to serve and so you really created a whole um business out of this model and you really service the the amazon community those who are looking forward to like building their business on amazon so i mean can you recap a little bit how cartology came about and then we can dive into more about how you can actually start building your brand on amazon yeah well like a lot of good stories it just started with me hating my job and I was like, I got to get out of here. So what am I going to do? And I, I knew how to sell things online, but I had a, a buddy who was actually running an e-commerce business. And so I was like, man, you got to help me do what it is that you're doing. Cause he had hated his job. And then he ended up, you know, do, he ended up doing it on the side for a couple of years until it grew. And then he was able to turn it into a full-time thing. And so that's what I did. I started my own e-commerce business and I built that up while I was still working a full-time job was able to, to leave the full-time job and pr- pursue entrepreneurship full-time um, and sold for several years and then went through a period of about a year uh, where there's a big transition. I basically had a, a product that was performing really well that uh, just started performing poorly because Amazon had opened up the market to, to Chinese sellers, which is, is totally cool, but they started coming in and selling a lot of products at cost for a lot of the American sellers because they're the factories, you know, they're the manufacturers. So um, that really put my business in a, in a tailspin and I had to quickly figure out what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my, with my skill set? And I was able to turn and leverage that into a service-based business that started with me and is now Cartology, my, my agency that is a full service agent agency. And all I really mean by that is, you know, we handle 
Amazon accounts and brands on Amazon from soup to nuts. We're, we're doing everything for you. Uh, it's your brand. You're the one that's, you know, leading and guiding the brand, but we're, we're the interpreters. We're the ones that like when someone hires us, they don't instantly get, you know, an influx of 15 grand uh, in their, in their account. And a lot of, we, I know there's a lot of talk, especially in the business world about adding value. Mm. And I think I heard a, a, a gentleman that was very sales adept and that that's his, his whole thing is, is sales. And he talked about how, um, his name's Keenan. He's on, um, I know you can find him on LinkedIn. I don't even know if he has a last name on there. I could be wrong. Um, but he said that when you're in a service business, you aren't initially adding value. You are uncovering value in someone's brand. So I don't, like Cartology doesn't instantly add 15, 20 grand to your pocket. What we do is we have a very specific skill set that, that knows Amazon and we can take your brand and turn it into something that will generate revenue and that will ultimately uh, get your business to be profitable and have another sustainable stream. Um, that's why I say interpreters, you're giving us your business and we're making it work on Amazon. And that's, that's really what we do is, is, you know, manage that. It's like outsourcing your Amazon department. You want, you know, you can't build, afford to build a team in house. And most, most people can't because it can get really pricey, but you get the cost of a, of a full department, like an Amazon department um, for a fraction of the cost of just hiring one person to be the director. So it's a, it's good work. We, we enjoy what we do. And yeah, it's very service focused and we make sure that that stays top priority. Right, right. And I, like I said, I, I love how you talk about service because that's the, that's the central part behind what you do. So it's not, I mean, we, I guess a lot of people think, well, if they servicing, you know, it, it's not um, profitable, you know, so how do you still, I mean, I know we dove a little bit, I'm, I'm going off a tangent just. You're tonight. fine. Yeah. I, I love the service quality of it because I think a lot of people don't understand that we're missing that one key ingredient. It's like, yes, you run your business, but you're servicing others. Yep. And I think, um, and that's basically what you're bringing when you bring the um, Cartology brand to your Amazon business is you're bringing that service back into it, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, and a lot of people in the agency world, yes, they're uh, at, you know, all different kinds of agencies, but especially like marketing, advertising, there's a, um, like we're the best, we're the best agency. We do this and we do this the best and we're awesome. And then we're, we're the biggest. And our goal has never been to be the biggest. It's really just been to create incredible strategy for people that we know is customized to their brand, but also is serving them at a very high level. I've heard some people uh, use, you know, different terms, but it essentially we're it's just really relationship-based service. So we're getting to know you, we're getting to know your brand better we're finding out what are your goals. And then we're saying, here's based on your goals, here's what we should do on Amazon, but getting to know the person too, getting to know, uh, you know, pe people don't hire us to get to know about them and their families, but it creates a, a better relationship when, when we, when we do that. So it's, it's one of those small things that can have a huge impact. Uh, it also means that if there's ever a problem with someone, you know, with a, with a client, which of course we've had happen. Uh, we're all humans, so we're bound to run into some, um, you know, some issues every now and again. But we just we just say, okay, what what can we do in this situation to do better? Let's own it and let's turn it around so that we can have a, a you know a better experience. And we do that. And so we just take. I think it's about 
one, knowing we are serving other people. So that needs to remain the focus. It's not about how great we are. It's about how great these other brands can be with our assistance. And most people want to know what's in it for me anyway. So why not lead with that? You know, that's changed my whole sales strategy too. you know, focusing on how is your business doing? What does your business need help with? Could Cartology help? If not, no worries. But if we can, then you know, I want to put together a proposal and create a good case for what I think we could do with your business. So it's just, I, you just have to, just like anything, you have to stay focused on what the actual, the actual work is. There's a, an organization I volunteer with called International Justice Mission. Uh, and they are ending uh, modern slavery all around the world. There's still 40 million people that are enslaved via sex trafficking or forced labor. Or, I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, even kids with cyber sex trafficking now. And the, the, one of the tenets of being involved with that movement is we need to stay close to the work. Because when you start to get away from hearing the actual stories of what happens, it's so much easier to, you know, kind of, it gets a little fuzzy. And you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I, that's not me or whatever. But when you get in touch with the story and you find out about the kids, the women that are, that are hurting and that are a part of this, um, it makes it that much more meaningful. So you just got to stay focused on, on what the actual work is and, and don't get too full of yourself. Right, right. And like you said, I love how, and I, I'm, for some reason, I'm like drawn to this whole thing about adding value. And I see a lot, and I think uh, my search really comes down to when people are saying, you know, I, in the podcast world, and I started this search, and, and you, you, you touched on it a little bit, but as, as I go, is how do you find, you're, you're saying people say I'm on add value, but you can't add value unless you know you're valuable first, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like the whole, uh, there's, there are cliches that um, I think sometimes are just cliches because they're, they're true. Like when you, when you are in an airplane and it's, you know, going down, you're supposed to put your own oxygen mask on first. And I know there are so many parents, mothers that take care of everyone else and forget to take care of themselves but you have to be, especially as an entrepreneur, you just get hurt and hit with a ton of things. Well, this is going wrong and this is going wrong. And if you don't take care of yourself, not just mentally, but physically, you know, get good sleep, remain active. Like you will, you'll, you know, you will hurt from it and it'll be more difficult to recover and each day will be harder. So yeah, you have to know first, okay, like I'm worth it. I'm worth doing this. And that's something that the um, Ocean Conference here uh, put on by Ocean Programs that Ocean did uh, at their conference a couple of years ago just said, you're worth it. Um, I was like, okay, everyone here is worth it. You're worth it for your family. You're, 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 it's worth it to do it for your business, uh, to do it for your legacy, all that stuff. Like you are, you're enough. So right. go out and be whatever it is that, you know, God created you to be, but know like you're already, you're already enough. You don't have to do anything additional to, to earn that. And I love, like I said, adding value. And I, and I think it sort of brings it right back to what Cartology do, because you know how the Amazon system works. So now you're bringing value to what the customer is looking for. So you're taking it on to another level for your business. Am I understanding this correct? Yeah, I mean, there, there's, a, I was just talking about this with someone earlier today, but there's a, there's a B2B component because we're helping other brands succeed on Amazon, but we have to, we have to create strategy and plans that will play out in a B2C world. 
because we're going after the end, the end consumer. So, and, and part of what we do is make sure when the brand shows up on Amazon that we wow them with the customer experience, depending upon who's, you know, handling customer questions and stuff, but we're still helping with reviews and making sure they're getting reviews or if someone leaves a bad review, are we following up with them to make sure that, that we, you know, turn the experience around. So we make sure that the brands show up in the best possible light too. Um, so if there is a dent, we're like in there as soon as the dent, you know, happens and trying to buff it out and polish it and, you know, paint it red again, if the, if the car's red, that's what we're, that's what we're doing to make sure we don't have some, you know, small crack that ends up turning into something bigger because you just let it fester and let it grow. I, I like, I like how you use that. Cause like I said, it's, you're adding value to the company and you're saving them money along in the way because this is an added service that you bring as they come on to um, the Amazon. So right. as we dive more into the Amazon, I want to remind everybody, if you're enjoying what Michael is putting, I always say that, if you're picking up, if you're if picking up the nuggets that he's dropping, please give us a thumbs up and let us know that you enjoyed it. If you like, leave us a comment so I can follow up with Mr. Michael on, on some questions that you might have. If and anyone does have questions, feel free to ask. I'll be feel happy free to, to ask, let us know. Yes. yes. She'll put them in the comment section. And I also want to like that now dive into, cause we're getting into the um, holiday season and stuff like that. So how can um, people really get their businesses online um, through Amazon? I mean, and like I said, this is a, uh, you talked about uh, eBay and Amazon and stuff like that. So we're not saying one was better than the other. So I just want to state that, but we are talking <laughs> about Amazon. So one, one isn't necessarily it? better than the other. They're just different <laughs> marketplaces. Yes, I just want to state that. So I'm not saying Amazon's better, words are better. Not start a Amazon. marketplace war, people. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So how can people get their businesses up online or on Amazon? And how is it really? Um, you know, is is Amazon too big? Do people feel like yeah. they're, they're too small to be on Amazon? That is a great, that's a great question. So I will start off by saying um, Amazon said in 2019 that they generated $300 billion in revenue. So it's a lot of revenue. Um, 150 billion of that came from, there, there, there's two different parts of Amazon. There is this vendor side, which is what we call first party. So you, you sell your goods to Amazon and then Amazon sells it to the consumer. Amazon is the first party in that. Um, and then there's a third party side, which Amazon calls seller central. So the first party side is vendor central. That's an invite only program. Mm. Most, a lot of people are accessing Amazon through this seller central platform, which anyone can get on, but you sell on consignment. So if you send, uh, if you sell something, Amazon only pays you when the product actually sells. And then they'll, they'll take all the, their fees out of that as well. And most people are sending their products in to FBA, to, to Amazon fulfillment centers. And so Amazon's fulfilling it for them. And you know, they're getting, giving you access to, to prime members um, who are only searching oftentimes prime eligible items only. So if you're fulfilling the item yourself, there's, there's a lot of caveats there, but just suffice to say, you're probably not gonna get the same visibility if your item is being fulfilled by Amazon. But 150 million, of the dollars of revenue were generated by that third party side, by the people selling on consignment, wasn't made by the big vendors that might be, you know, Coke or Pepsi or P&G brands or, 
uh, Kimberly Johnson brands or any, any other large brand. It was by these, these third party brands. Um, so uh, when you, a lot of people don't know this, there are a lot of people that are small business advocates and they will rail against Amazon and say, Amazon's put people out of business. Amazon's actually enabled a ton of small businesses to grow all across the country. I was one of those businesses that grew uh, on the marketplace for, for several years. So don't get it twisted and think that, you know, you're just supporting some big business. Now you are supporting a big business and it takes all kinds of, you know, people to make the world go round, but you're absolutely uh, affecting uh, small businesses and other brands in the same way that you might, you know, if you go and you have a favorite um, ice cream brand that you like, or, you know, and you buy it in a local store, uh, let's say you have this organic uh, hemp milk ice cream that is your favorite brand and it's a local brand and you're supporting them. Uh, you're supporting them in the same way if you were to buy, you know, that, that product on Amazon. Um, although it'd be a little bit more tricky to get the ice cream delivered for Amazon, but they, you can do that. Um, they have their Amazon fresh program where, you know, they'll deliver stuff very quickly to you. I think the, so the, the big takeaway there is there are a lot of small businesses that are performing well on Amazon and Amazon is very big, so it can seem very daunting. I think there's two ways to think about this. One is, you know, how do, how do I just start a business and get it on Amazon? But then what you said, which I think is a much more relevant question, is how do you get your business on Amazon? So a lot of people have a brand, they have a business. And what we're doing is not create, there, there's something called private labeling, um, where with Amazon that, I mean, every store is a private label, like, Walmart has Equate and Target has now is Good and Gather or the, the, the Circle brand. Um, they're paying these other companies like Crest or whomever to make these private labels and then selling them in the store. So it's, it's almost coming from, you know, the same place. They're just selling it as their, their brand. And in some cases it's cheaper. In some cases it's not, depends upon the agreement. But when it comes to, um, when it comes to the, the getting the brand on Amazon, these private label brands will create a, 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 a need or they'll look for a need. What, what's a product that's in demand right now and not a lot of people are selling? And they'll go out and create a product for that. When Who we're working with are existing brands. They've already got their product. It's like, this is who we are. This is our product. This is what we're about. And we go in and we turn it into something that's successful on Amazon. Um, and that's really where the, when I talk about us as interpreters, that's where we really come into play is turning it into something that will actually generate revenue and will help your business and won't just get you lost in the, in the shuffle. When it comes to getting your brand on Amazon, I'd say first and foremost, and a lot of brands have maybe started or gone down this path and not really figured it out yet, but what's your brand story? Mm. Do, you know, do you know what your brand is about? Not what the logo is and the colors, uh, and the fonts and all that stuff is important from a from a brand imagery standpoint and a consistency. If you're using you know five different kinds of font and it changes every time, people aren't going to notice something that's uniform. Or you know if you change your colors or logo, all that kind of stuff, you gotta you gotta make sure that's consistent. But what's your story? You know what makes you unique? What what makes there's a lot of Amazon agencies out there, a lot of Amazon consultants that are helping people, and we're not you know Cartology is not trying to be the biggest. What we are what makes us unique is our focus on service and our focus on strategy that's customized for people. That's a big differentiating factor. And we live up to that name because we provide a great service and we do customize strategy and we make sure 
that we're providing the reporting that people want to see so that, you know, it's, it's helping them to, to see their vision turning into something on Amazon. But, you know, you have to know what you're about. If you're just, oh, we're, a, you know, an iPhone cover brand. Okay. Well, there's a million iPhone cover brands out there. What is unique about yours? And that's something early on that I struggled with when it came to branding uh, with some of the brands I created when I was selling e-commerce products. It was like, well, what's unique about your brand? It's mm. like, well, we got this cool product. Some other people are kind of selling it. Uh, oh, maybe it's not that unique. Maybe there, maybe there's no, there's, there's no certain unique feature that separates us out from other people. And I think if you have that figured out, you're going to be a lot more successful on Amazon because you're going to be focused on reaching people that resonate with your message as opposed to just trying to get sales on a product. And I, I, I hate to cut you off here. You're fine. You're fine. Because <laughs> I know you guys. So many juicy. You should numbers. cut me off because I got too much to say. So <laughs> no, because like you said, I I, I love your story because you, you're going to go into the whole. Uh, you know this to me. I'm listening, so this is another reason for you to come back. And um, so <laughs> I really want to touch on where can people find more information. So when, before we run out of time, where can people find more information? Because I, I like I said, I'm going to have you come. If I, let me let me take back. That's assuming. I would like to have you come back and talk a little bit more because like I said, I think you just talked about what's, what makes you unique, but where I will come back as many times as you invite me. Okay. <laughs> what, what, where can people find more information about you and what cartology can do for them right now? Cause I know we're in prime season for the, for yep. your services. Yes. So uh, cartology can be found at thinkcartology.com. Uh, so the brand is called cartology, but the URL was taken. So we said, okay, you know, what do we want people to do when it comes to Amazon? Think Cartology. You know, think about, about, about using us. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm very, very active there. I create content. I'm, every week I'm putting out, you know, a couple of new pieces of content about Amazon. You know, what are people getting wrong? What are some new things that have popped up? What are, what are, and I try to speak to a very general audience because there might be a brand that's manufacturing machine parts that we would work with. And then there's someone that's in, uh, the fabric softener space that we could work with. So it really could be applicable across a lot of people. Now we don't, we're not serving people from all those industries, but you know, the message could be very, very applicable uh, across, across multiple brands, but you can find us at Think Cartology and then uh, you can find me on, on LinkedIn and we've got um, more content released or being released. Uh, like we're starting a blog at Think Cartology I am in the midst of uh, starting a podcast too that is going to focus on retail in general. Amazon will be a big component of that, but focusing on retail in the future of retail, like where do we see it going, uh, and not just uh, you know not just bringing on other Amazon people, but bring people that are in the brick and mortar space, uh, bring people that you know know a lot about Shopify, people that are just working in a in a in a very the retail space is, is very fragmented right now. It's almost like a diamond. There's so many different faces to it now. Instead of it just being a square, there's all these different you know, facets. And you have to show up in the places where, where your, your consumers are. So we believe in, in, in an omni-channel approach, which really just means having a, a diverse group of revenue streams. So you have your own Shopify store. You're on Amazon. You're on eBay. You're in select brick-and-mortar stores. Or maybe you're in... Um, Kroger nationwide or something like that. All those 
different revenue streams because we know that every every stream is volatile. Brick and mortar is volatile because of COVID-19. And that in, pushed forward uh, sales, uh, both on Amazon, but also e-commerce in general. Uh, at the beginning of the year, e-commerce was 12% of the total retail sales, okay? Uh, it jumped, it had been going every year about a half a percent or a percent greater. So it started at maybe eight several years ago, uh, back in 2010, it's gone up to 12. Uh, it jumped to 16% of total, total sales in quarter two. Wow. For all my people out there that don't know what quarters are, quarter two is uh, April, May, and June, uh, second second quarter in the year, and it just it really pushed forward. It showed that every everything is volatile, every channel is volatile because Amazon can also shut down your brand if you've got a lot of complaints or something like that, and they don't give you have to follow up with them after the fact. They don't give you initial recourse most of the time, so you have to be on top of that. Uh, but every channel is volatile, so we believe in having in having that mix. Uh, is, is basically where I was going at that. But when it comes to brands, you need to know what's unique about you. If you don't know that, start thinking about it and start planning it out. Maybe you end up going through a rebrand because you realize here's how we really want to differentiate ourselves. Right, right. Once okay. you have that understood and you have that figured out, then it's a matter of logistically putting your products on Amazon. And, and that's you know where we often come come into play is, uh, there's a lot of people that could that could learn and do in themselves, but to accumulate the knowledge that we have would be very difficult to do uh, without missing out on sales and opportunities and the market being you know less crowded than it is now. And then it's just about researching what's what's going on in your category. Do you do you know who else is selling a product that's similar to yours? Do you know? Um, what general revenue is each month in that category. And there's all these different great third-party tools that you can use to, to research the marketplace and say, um, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, this sock market each month, there's $16 million in, in sales in, in socks on Amazon. Okay, well, we have a very unique dress sock. So, you know, what does the dress sock market look like? And you can just start to refine that down. And then you have a better idea of, okay, we're gonna have a lot of competition here or we're not gonna have competition. Most people are going to have some kind of competition, you know, depending upon the space, you could have a ton of competition, you know, any kind of cell phone case, that is a ton of competition, uh, depending upon the consumer electronics that could bring a lot of competition. Um, trying to think of some other spaces that are very competitive. Uh, I think anything where the price point would be higher. Um, well, I, I don't know the just price point being higher would necessarily be competitive, but um, baby products is a really popular category. So a lot of people are like, I want to sell in a, a category they know is demand, but you're also going to have competition from the demand. Right. right. But you, then it's just a matter of really getting your products up on Amazon, you know, opening up a seller central account. Um, that has, has taken people some time just because it's been Amazon, because of all of the people that have done fraudulent things on the site, they're trying to make it so that there's less scamming going on, which I totally get, but it makes it a lot more difficult for the legit people too. Everyone's got to go through that process. So um, just getting the account open is, is, is honestly kind of a first step. And then knowing what your marketplace is, uh, who else is out there, knowing what your market is, I should say, because um, Amazon's the marketplace. But you know, knowing what your market is and, and, and 
knowing how you're going to go about reaching those people, what keywords are they looking for, what other products are they buying that you can kind of um, run ads up against or, or next to, to help you, to help you to stand out. But yeah, it's just about, you know, what, what are your product dimensions? What are, um, what images do you have of the product? You gotta have really high quality images. You know, they don't have to be taken by, you know, someone that's going to charge you five grand. If you have a good camera, you can put things on a white background. If you can do a little bit of editing, you can take your pictures, uh, you know, in your, in your warehouse or at home or wherever and edit them on your computer, you know, and upload them. Uh, but I, I would say getting a video is super important right now. Amazon has opened up the option to add videos on listings for pretty much every brand or every seller. And people are very visual. When you look inside of a window, let's say this is your, you know, your mobile window and someone's scrolling for something, when they go and look at something and then they click on something and say you're looking for uh, a candelabra, I don't know why you'd need one, but why not, you know? Um, so you, so you, you search for candelabra. This, when you click on a listing, the first things you're seeing are the images section, the reviews, and the price. Those are the things that are, I believe are, are most important to consumers. And if you can tell the story of what your product does in a 30 second video without someone ever having to scroll down and read more about your product, you, you've got a much quicker path to, to selling your product. So uh, getting all the creative done, writing the, the, the listing copy or writing the words that will be on the listing and making sure that you're adding in search terms that people will be searching. So it's like a mixture of writing copy that's going to sell. It's not just, wow, this is the best product ever. Buy now. But uh, this candelabra is, is, uh, is, is uh, made of enamel with a silver lining. I don't even know what that would look like, but you know, uh, so uh, silver and enamel candelabra comes with uh, five candles and a make your own candle kit. Like all that stuff has keywords in there. So you got to make sure you're writing that effectively. And then once you've got your products up, it's about visibility. It's about advertising. And that's where things get a lot more complicated. Do you know how advertising on Amazon works? If you've had experience in digital marketing, you likely have some idea that doesn't mean you have a good understanding of how Amazon works. One of the main differences that Amazon holds versus any other advertising platform, any other platform is the organic component or so, so we have, uh, you know, organic listings and those are listings that Amazon serves you when you search for candelabra or, uh, you know, dandruff shampoo. That's what they serve you and they think is most relevant based on their factors. But there's also ads that allows people to advertise and pay for, for a spot. The Amazon's the only marketplace where when you sell something on, a, on a, uh, an advertisement, it will actually give your organic listing a stronger correlation to the keyword that was searched and then the item was subsequently purchased on. And so that actually boosts your organic ranking. No other site does that. And so that's super key to know that it also should help you to, to better look at metrics and say, um, you know, wow, we're, um, we're getting a lot of purchases on these keywords. And I notice we're actually ranking higher. Uh, and by ranking, I just mean 
Uh, in this case, where are you showing up when someone searches? Are you showing up on the first page, second page? All that makes a big difference. When, excuse me, I've been holding back that yawn for such a long time. I'm getting that afternoon sleepies maybe. When it comes to, when it comes to, uh, you know, just showing up and, and advertising on Amazon, you, you have to know how to look at things so that you're judging all of the metrics correctly. So if you're saying we're not getting any sales and I, we just launched a campaign a week ago, I'm going to cut it off. Well, there's a lot of other factors that are involved. Did your product have any reviews? Um, what was the review rating? Were the images good? Was the content good? So you can't just um, make, you can't just put something up on Amazon and expect it to sell. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. Like I have a great pot product. Well, did you know that when people go and search on Amazon, majority of them don't go past the first page? Wow. I've heard 90%. 90% of people don't go past the first page. Those are some, like, I think, isn't it like sort of like Google, they don't go past the first page of search. So it's just. Yeah, it's, it's very it's common. Behavioral. It's behavioral. It's like, I got to dig more. No, I'm not really interested. <laughs> yeah, they incentivize you to, to look for a different uh, word potentially or to pick what's on the first page. And then you've got, you've got these different badges like Amazon's Choice or um, there's another badge that I can't think of for some reason, but um Oh, Amazon bestseller. So those badges help provide a little bit of authority and say, okay, this is a, this item's legit uh, because it's Amazon's choice or whatever. So they're really incentivizing you to stay on that first page, which is why if you don't have sales history, which is what Amazon requires, part of when their search algorithm and people, I think people get caught up in the word algorithm like, oh, it's this crazy, you know, computer thing. And while it is, you know, an algorithm can start on a spreadsheet. It's, it's just, you know, saying, okay, when this happens and then this happens, what is the end result? So it's right. taking a bunch of inputs and then serving an output. One of the inputs that Amazon sees is relevant in order to rank your product listing higher in search is do you have sales history? Do you have sales velocity? Has the product jumped up? you know, in sales over the past two weeks. So maybe it's a hot item. So Amazon needs to get that out to people. Um, and if you're not on the first page, you don't have sales history, how do you get on there through ads? Right. So that advertising system is where a lot of people get caught up and it can get difficult. And of course I'm biased because I'm a service provider, but even if it weren't, even if it weren't us, it's very likely that you would need someone to help you run advertising on Amazon. Um, especially if you've been a seller for a while, uh, a lot of the, you know, and you started a decade ago, a lot of people haven't stayed up with all the new technology, whereas Amazon changes things all the time and they offer new ad, uh, ad types and all kinds of stuff. But if you aren't keeping up with that, you're not really getting the most out of the, of the marketplace. And it's really important that you lean into that change and, even though Amazon might do something that hurts your business or frustrates you, it's not personal. It's Amazon's marketplace. So they're, they're saying, this is the rules. This is how we're going to do stuff. And so don't get mad at them. Just use the marketplace for what it is and start your own Shopify store or own e-commerce store, get in different brick and mortar stores, you know, make sure you actually diversify the channels that you're in. 
I think, like I said, I think your key point is just diversified, like you said, because you never know, like, you know, so I really want to thank you for your time. Like I said, you, you gave us a ton of nuggets. And if, like I said, if you're picking them up, I definitely say, and I'd love to have you come back on. Yes, please. Yes, because I I've know. Got, I've got like five days worth of stuff, so. <laughs> so, you have, like I said, you have a wealth of knowledge and there's like, we can touch on a couple of things. Like I, I was taking notes. So definitely want to say thank you for your time. And I'm going to about to close it out here and say, please give us your feedback. Feedback is always welcome. Yes. Email us if you have any guests and show ideas, links will be posted in the comments. And if, thank you for watching. Like I said, all the links that Michael has mentioned will be posted in the comments. So please click on, click on them and please follow up because he's got a ton of knowledge we haven't even dipped into yet for Amazon. So if you want to get on it, like you said, they add value to your business for your Amazon. So if you're looking to go that way, definitely check out check out Michael and uh, the Cartology brand. And also, if you're enjoying the insights that everyone is sharing, please consider hitting that subscribe button. And uh, before I close out, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with D. Amen. Uh, bye. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers on our Facebook page. Hi, everyone. This is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free. And if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.